What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Friday, January 31st. I want to wish all you guys a nice, happy, relaxing weekend, man. It's been a long week for, I'm pretty sure, everybody dealing with the loss of Kobe, his daughter, and the other seven victims in that tragic, tragic incident. Again, I'm still praying for all of his fans, all the families that were involved in that incident, all the people that are just hurting. Um, in the world right now, anybody with anything, man, from, you know, whatever you're dealing with, if you're depressed, if you're sad, if you don't know what's going on in your life, you feel lost, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you persevere, that you, you know, make it through the storm because storms are only temporary. They do not last long. Just keep striving. You will see better days. I promise you, you just got to keep faith, man. But with that being said, so last week, which was or a little bit over a week ago, a week and a day ago, um, last Thursday, the NBA announced the, the starting five for the NBA All-Stars for each NBA team, the West and the East. And so, honestly, so yesterday, so yesterday they dropped the reserves. Um, they dropped the reserves a week later for some reason. I don't know why. But honestly, I don't really have anything wrong with this except for a few things. And usually the NBA gets the All-Star teams right because it's honestly pretty easy. But I think the thing that's going to catch up to the NBA with the All-Star game is that the league has so much talent now that it's almost like every year it's going to be a snub from here on out just because it's so much talent spread out throughout the NBA. Like, it's just too many good players in the league right now. And so I feel a lot of people's, you know, pain or whatever they want to say or, or anger when they, you know, say a certain dude got snubbed in, in whatsoever. But honestly, I only feel like it's maybe I think it's I feel like it's only two players that got truly snubbed. So let's get into it. So the Eastern Conference starters look like this. You have Trey Young, who's been balling for the Hawks. He's averaging close to 30 points per game. You got Kemba, who's been playing pretty solid. Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. Giannis, of course, averaging 30 points per game. And Joel Embiid for the Sixers. Honestly, I do not think two of those guys should be starting for the East. And I'm going to tell you which ones. I love Kemba Walker, but I do not think he should be starting. I love Pascal Siakam, but I do not think he should be starting. And I'm going to tell you who should be replacing them. The first is Bradley Beal, and I think Bradley Beal is probably the biggest snub in this entire All-Star game, and the fact that he didn't even make the reserves really kind of bothered me, like really kind of bothered me. Bradley Beal, and look, I understand the Wizards aren't really doing anything. They have a pretty bad record, but since the NBA decided to make Trey Young a starter, and again, I have no... I have nothing wrong with Trey Young being a starter. He's earned that. He deserves that. Again, he's averaging close to 30 points per game. But when you put a player like Trey Young in the game, you're automatically saying, okay, we do not care about your record, your winning, or anything like that. We care about what you're doing on the court as your um, individual self. And that's fine. I have no problem with that at all. So they gave it to Trey Young. And I do think winning should be a bonus to any all-star player's resume. I just think that's a bonus because you're doing what you're getting paid to be doing. That's win basketball games and try and get to the finals and win the finals. So again, you pretty much already canceled out the qualification for wins with Trey Young. And again, Trey Young is hooping. He deserves to be there. But Bradley Beal is hooping too. And I don't think people understand like Bradley Beal, especially without John Wall, has been putting on an absolute show. And I understand the Wizards are not good. But what Bradley Beal is doing that should not be going unnoticed. And again, I know the Wizards, they don't play a lot on national TV. I don't think they played a game at all so far this year. And I don't think they have a game. I don't think they play any national TV games, but still. Bradley's hooping, dude. Bradley Bill is a certified bucket, and I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Right now, he's averaging 27.8 points per game, 
4.5 rebounds per game, and 6.4 assists per game. And he's not even a point guard. He's a true shooting guard. He is just an ultimate bucket getter. Like, he just has the step back package, the off the dribble package, the with the dribble package, whatever. Bradley Bill has the entire package. It's no reason he should not be in the All-Star game. Forget starting. How is he not even a reserve? Bradley Bill is way better than what the NBA is showing us right now. Like, I feel like he deserved to be in this game. He should be a starter. So that was the first thing. And we're going to go get back to Bradley Bill in a second. My next thing. Again, I said Pascal Siakam should not be a starter. Who should replace him in the starting lineup? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. And I, look, I know it's my guy, but this is not me being biased. I'm going to always keep it real on, on here. Jimmy Butler, not only has he exceeded all expectations with the Miami Heat so far, but he's doing it while playing out of position. And what do I mean by that? The Heat had a stretch pretty much where Goran Dragic was hurt and Justice Winslow was hurt. And Justice Winslow is still hurt, matter of fact. And Jimmy Butler had to switch from playing the small forward that gets buckets most of the time when they need him to get buckets to the point guard that has to create and, di and, dis and distribute for his other teammates and get Bam Adebayo involved, get Myers Leonard shots, get Duncan Robinson shots, get Kendrick Nunn shots, help all these pairs get their type of shots. Even though a couple of those pairs can get shots by themselves, Jimmy was still the point guard because he needed to be because Goran Dragic and Justice Winslow are the only true point guards on the Miami Heat roster. And so that's why I think he should really be on there. And again, the Heat are a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. The Heat weren't even in the playoffs last year. Jimmy Butler goes there. They don't really get any new additions aside from drafting Tyler Hero and acquiring Kendrick Nunn from the Warriors G League team, the Santa Cruz Warriors. They didn't make a whole lot of moves in the offseason, and they kept majority of their team. Deion Waiters is just getting back. That's going to help them. James Johnson is just starting to play more rotation minutes. But still, Jimmy deserves to be a starter. And, yeah, he made the reserves, deservingly so. He's on his fifth All-Star appearance but, man, he should definitely be a starter. And, again, I love Pascal Siakam. Siakam is one of my favorite players in the league, especially because what he did last year in the NBA Finals, and he's just continuing to get better and grow and expand his game. He's definitely going to be a franchise player, or he is the franchise player for the Toronto Raptors. So I'm not too mad at it, but I just feel like Jimmy's just having a better season, man. And it's nothing against Siakam. Siakam deserves to be in this game. But I'm happy, you know, that they both made it. I just feel like Jimmy should be a starter. And, again, I like Kemba being – uh, in the game too but I just think Bradley Bill is having a better season so that's my only thing when it comes to the Eastern Conference starters the reserves uh, for the East are Ben Simmons I have no problem with that Jason Tatum Chris Middleton DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers Bam Adebayo and Bam Adebayo so I have no problem with that and why because pretty much all those pairs are hooping but another thing you also have to take into account this Victor Oladipo has been hurt John Wall is hurt Kevin Durant is hurt those are three NBA All-Stars right there. And another guy that didn't make the All-Star game is Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie, only reason he didn't make the game is because he's missed so many games throughout the season. So think about that. You have four NBA All-Stars that are all dealing with injuries right now and all won't be back for a minute, even though Kyrie just returned. Victor Oladipo actually just returned the other day, too. So you still have Kevin Durant and John Wall that are out. And so next year, this time next year, Four of the players in this Eastern All-Star game are not going to be in it because those four players are almost guaranteed locks every year. That's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, John Wall, and Victor Oladipo. But again, I'm not mad because, again, those guys are hurt, so you got to fill in with somebody. Ben Simmons, hooping. Jason Tatum, hooping. Chris Middleton, hooping. DeMontis Sabonis has been playing really, really well for a very underrated Indiana Pacers squad that has not had Victor Oladipo for majority of the season. So you got to give it to him. He's been playing at a really, really high level. He might just be better than his pops at this point in time, but we'll see. He still has a long career ahead of him, but he has been playing good. Bam Adebayo. 
another player that's really rose and really upped his play since the Heat have acquired Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo really took a big-time leap in this game. And I'm happy for Bam Adebayo because I've been watching him since he was in high school, like 2015, 2014, where like his sophomore, junior years. He graduated in 2016. And he was just, in high school, he was just a ferocious 6'10 guy that would catch nothing but lobs. Like, he was just dunking on everybody because he was so stronger, bigger, and faster than the majority of high school kids. And so he was doing that, and, and that's pretty much what he was doing at Kentucky. I never expected him to expand his game the way that he has since he's gotten to the NBA and become a member of the Miami Heat. He's really changed his game. He's a better passer this year. He's gotten a really much better mid-range game this year, a better post game. He's more active on the boards. He's a better defensive player all around. He can guard literally the one through the five. Like, that's how good he is and versatile he is on the defensive end. He's just, I honestly think he's barely scraping his potential. Like, he has so much more games to give. Once he starts knocking down threes, it's going to be really scary. And he's going to be an all-star for many, many more years to come. So I'm not mad at that. So that's the Eastern Conference. Again, the starters are Trey Young, Kemba Walker, Pascal Siakam, Giannis and Joel Embiid. The reserves are Ben Simmons. Oh, I forgot. Kyle Lowry's also there. He deserves it too. Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton, DeMontis Sabonis, and Bam Adebayo. Again, my only problem with the East is that Bradley Beal did not make it. And of course, I think Jimmy Butler and him should be starting. And it still just blows my mind that Bradley Beal is not even starting at all. So it is what it is. With the East though, I mean the West, excuse me, the West. I'm going to the West. So the starter for the West. You have Luka Doncic, who's been playing his butt off this year. Sadly, I do believe he just hurt his ankle, so I think it could be a chance that he misses the All-Star game, but hopefully he's healthy enough to participate. James Harden, we all know he's pretty much a lock every year. LeBron, another lock every year. Kawhi Leonard, lock. And Anthony Davis. That's pretty much the perfect five for the West. And look, I know there's some people out there that are saying Luka should not have been in the starting lineup. I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Yes, it's a lot better point guards in the Western Conference, but you have to think, Steph Curry is hurt. Dame has been hooping, but his team is struggling. Other point guards, you got Russ. I mean, yeah, Russ, you know, he's kind of, he's been playing good as of late, but he has not been playing as good as of late as he has been for the entire season. He struggled for majority of the season, but the past couple of games for the Rockets, he's actually been playing really well. But Luka has probably been, if not for the Miami Heat, Luka might be the biggest surprise in the entire NBA. And why do I say that? Because... Honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck. Going into the season, and I still I still believe this, but I truly thought or I, I still truly think that the Pelicans are better than the Dallas Mavericks. Fully healthy rosters, I think that's the case. The Pelicans have had a lot of injuries. And of course, you know Zion just got back, but I wasn't really a big believer in the Dallas Mavericks uh, rotation players like Willie Cauley-Stein who just, they just added. Sadly, Dwight Powell will probably miss the rest of the season with a torn ACL. You got um, Finney Smith, Dorian Finney Smith. You have Tim Hardaway Jr. You got Seth Curry. You got Kristaps Porzingis. Of course, I believe in Porzingis, but it's like, it's not that much help that he has. He has Jalen Brunson. He doesn't have a, Mark Cuban didn't give him the best, you know, teammates to play alongside. They're good. Of course, they're working for him right now. I believe they're like top five in the West right now. But I didn't expect Luka to have them playing at such a high level. And he's playing at such a high level. And his teams are falling behind him. And so he has the Mavericks in pretty good spot to make the playoffs and be a contender. So I'm not mad at it at all. And he's averaging, just like Trey Young, close to 30 points per game. You cannot leave a player out, out that's averaging close to 30 points per game. You just can't do it. So there's that. The rest of the five, that's obvious. The reserves, though, on the other hand, you have 
Brandon Ingram, who's a first-time All-Star, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, and I feel like I'm missing somebody. I know I'm missing somebody. Oh, and Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, and Donovan Mitchell. So, the only person I can really say got snubbed in the Western Conference is Devin Booker. And Devin Booker, just like Bradley Beal, not playing on a great team like that. But the Suns actually have surprised a few teams. Monty Williams and the, and the Suns staff have done a pretty good job. But Devin Booker, again, just like Bradley Beal, are both averaging over 28 points per game. Or no, D-Book D is averaging 27 points per game. Still, that's impressive numbers. Put that together. Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are the only players to average 27-plus points per game and not make the All-Star game in the last 35 years since Purvis Short in 1984-1985. Think about how crazy that is. And I'm not necessarily saying that you take anybody out, but I'm just feeling like, okay, yeah, CP3 is having a fantastic year. Do not get it twisted. He's another surprise. He's doing a great job down in OKC with the Thunder. I have no problem with CP3 making the All-Star game. Donovan Mitchell, hooping. He should make the All-Star game pretty much for the rest of his career as long as he's in his prime. Dame Dollar, another guy, killing right now. Russ, killing right now. So it's like, I do love Devin Booker. I do think he probably should have made it, but I'm just trying to think, like, who should he have, whose spot should he have taken over? Could you go Chris Paul or could you go Donovan Mitchell? Because those are the only two realistic ones, and both of them are playing really high-level basketball. But me personally, I probably would have taken out Chris Paul but at the same time, again, he has the Thunder in playoff contention. Like the Thunder are in the playoffs. I believe if the playoff, if the regular season ended to, today, the Thunder might be in the playoffs. If I'm not correct, or if I'm, if I believe I'm correct, which I think I am. So again, they don't make you know with the Trey Young starting, they don't make winning the biggest qualification to be an All Star. But I do think winning should have a major, not a major piece, yeah, a major piece in the qualification to becoming an All Star. And again. The Suns aren't doing good at all. But Devin Booker is averaging 27 points per game. We cannot just let that go and get scraped under the rug. He's hoping. He's playing big-time basketball. Like He's a bucket getter. Ever since he's been in the league, he's been a certified bucket getter, man. And D-Book deserves his respect, his credit. He's putting in all the work. He's doing what he needs to do. And if he does make the playoffs, I think the league is going to have a big problem because he's 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 winning. He's not only is he hooping, but he's winning. And so, I don't know. The West is tough. Again, it's so much talent in the West. And you also got to take account Jamal Murray's been hurt. And I know Jamal Murray's not like a lock to make the All Star game or anything like that. But he's going to contend for a spot every year. Um, he's that type of player. I'm trying to think. C J McCollum, who always plays pretty well, even though he's been dealing with some injuries. Um, you know, obviously you don't have Steph or Clay this year. So the West is just stacked, man. It's hard to you know really pick and choose, but it is what it is, man. Again, I'm not too mad. I honestly just feel like, you know, as much as Devin Booker did get snubbed, I just feel like Bradley Beal was easily by far the biggest snub only because the Eastern Conference doesn't have as much talent as the West does. And Bradley Beal is playing his butt off. And I just feel like he's been playing better than most of the players that got chosen to be in the Eastern Conference to represent them in the All-Star game in Chicago. Again, the Eastern uh, the All-Star game actually takes place on the weekend of Valentine's weekend, actually. Um, February 14th through the 16th, it will be in the Windy City of Chicago. It sounds like the dunk contest is going to be lit. I believe yesterday Aaron Gordon announced he will be making his return to the dunk contest. Cannot wait for that. Should be interesting. But as always, 
It's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. As always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check out all things with them. I'm on their podcast network, but they have a, a whole bunch of really other great podcasts. I also do their college basketball blog. Go check that out. I just did a top 10 teams in the nation piece. And again, Nuts and Bolts Sports has everything that you love for your sports needs. Whatever sports you love, trust me when I say Nuts and Bolts Sports has it for you. But again, as always, it's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And as always, if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. Peace, love, and blessings gone.